0: This this, this. is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. Your war room for insider news and draft analysis from deep within the confines of Cowboys headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Today is Thursday, February 22nd, 2024, and we are officially 63 days away from the NFL Draft in Detroit, Michigan. Welcome into the Draft Show presented by Miller Lite. As we continue to lead you up to the NFL Draft, we've got plenty to talk about today and a loaded show for you, so we're not going to waste a whole lot of time. We've got Bobby Belt, Brian Broaddus back in the fold here on this Thursday, Aisha Morrison and Nick Harris. I'm Kyle Yeomans with Chris Beam in the back. So Brian, you said you couldn't miss a show. Couldn't miss a show. Still
1: on vacation. (laughs) I was uh, in California, watched the show Tuesday. You guys did a hell of a job. Uh, My business wrapped up. I got back on a plane last night. And, yes, I could not miss this show. And I love the conversation that we had. I was waiting at the airport, and we were firing texts at each other. I love the passion, and I think this is going to be a hell of a show today. 63 days there, Scout Lady. Did you hear that? You ready to roll?
2: It's sneaking up
0: on us. Yeah. You're muted down there. I'm that that's strike one for for Aisha Morrison in the <laughs> draft show this year. I turned I, you
2: down. No, that's strike like three, something like
0: that. Is it still muted?
2: I, wanted, I didn't press any buttons.
0: I don't know what's going on there. It's then. the solar flare. It's, it's the, the solar, solar flare? flare? That's what it it's is. It's getting nuts too?
2: Is it? There you go. Now you sound better. Nice. Anybody come see you oldest? What were you gonna say? Um I was saying, no, I was saying it's 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 sneaking up on us fast and yeah. but the dope things the combines next week. Yes, and, and that's gonna put things in yes. formation for yes. us so we can live yeah. our lives and, and start getting our boards together because yep. baby.
0: Yeah. You know who's been putting their boards together? And he sent me a text message last night, he said, Don't worry, I'm caught up now. That's Bobby Belt. Come on, back almost back up. Yeah, on, you you almost. I would consider seventy plus players caught
3: 71. up by now. That's close enough. It's not up to Brian yet.
0: What are you at, Brian?
1: I'm right over 125. Okay.
0: See,
3: not so, yeah, yet. not
0: cut.
1: But,
3: but I was he was at, like, 80, and I think I was at, like, 10 at one point. So <laughs> we're going to cut through.
0: Who's the best player you watched this week?
3: Uh, best player I watched this week was probably, man, I don't know.
1: Wide receiver from Oregon?
3: No, not He's the wide receiver pissed. from Oregon. Uh, probably, I mean, I really like Kalen Bullock. <laughs> I know I know yeah. not everybody else does like I mean I was talking with Zach about him last night and Zach is just like nope got to move him to the corner he's too thin he's he's not physical enough come like to the USC the kid right Yeah the USC I, You know
1: what it's funny because you say that and uh there was a discussion Daniel Jeremiah had the discussion and I tweeted at him about it I think Daniel's got me on mute. I think he follows oh. me, but he got me on mute because he didn't answer back. He's usually pretty good about it. He's just really, really busy. But he, we were talking about that, that people were trying to kind of figure out where to play him. Mm. Yeah, nickel corner, corner, you know. The, the kid's has incredible range. He really, really does. And he's got ball skills, too. The problem is, though, you watch, there's the tackling that occasionally will be a little bit hit and miss with him. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I just think true. Like I mean, he's he's a legitimate center fielder. Like to me, that's the thing that I I like about him. Obviously, he's not. He's got the questions about the physicality, the size. He's very thin, obviously. Um, But I think just overall, long, lean, everything else like that. But he is somebody who. I just think his ability and coverage and the way that he sees things and the way he can cover with range, that to me is just really valuable. And I understand that the limitations are there not to be, you know, a box safety, but to me he's just he's the opposite of somebody that you would talk about like Tyler Newman or one of these other box type safeties where this is a guy who can actually play center field, which I think is a little more valuable in today's game than, you know, what the strong safeties are doing. Yeah.
2: That's fair. That he so you think he's a true free?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think he okay. can play free. I put him in my free category.
2: I, I mean, that's what I was about to say. I mean, and, and to your point, Bobby, I do think there is value. Different depending on scheme, there is value to uh, to having a guy that can really take away, you know, the deep threat at a at a serious level. Also, take some pressure off your corners. I would do it.
0: Yeah, and we may talk a little bit more about Kalen Bullock here in a little bit as well because we've got some <laughs> we've got some segments piece together one two three we've got three really fun ones for you today and we're gonna start things off brian brought this up in our group message a little stand or move Mm -hmm. and we've got some players that we want to throw out here every person has had a player that they would either have at a cowboys pick doesn't have to be a first rounder correct so at this point you would say would you rather stay in and pick the player based off of the prospect that's available or maybe move out and go out and pull the parachute back up trade up uh, or trade back, I should say, to get out of the spot. so Nick, I'll let you start things off. Yep. you had a uh, we we threw around four hundred names I felt like last <laughs> night in our group message, but Nick, I'll let you start.
4: Yeah, we're going to start this one off with uh, Tyler Newman, the safety out of Minnesota. Just talking about him here a second ago. Uh, we've talked about him on this show so much, I feel like, in the last couple of weeks. But uh, this is a situation where I, I, I want to emphasize that he has a good combine next week. And he jumps up, and he's that clear number one safety on the board. And there's kind of a, a overarching conclusion and, and um, that he is that guy. He's available at 24. Your offensive line options, they're gone. This is the guy that the uh, the draft room wants to look at and take right here. What do you do?
1: Ooh. What do you do, Brian? He's the best safety in the country to me. Uh, and you know what? The, the thing now that we have to determine, and we got a new defensive coordinator, and how important is the ability to the interchangeable parts, I think this is a very interchangeable player. I really, really do. Uh, I love the way he plays downhill. I love the way he covers. I love the way he plays with range. I do think this is the best safety in the country. I'm standing.
0: Yeah, mm. I am standing well. and picking the player. Yeah. You think so as well? hmm
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's hard for me to wrap my mind around the fact that, like, safety is could be a need, but it's, like, not a – but, sure. If, and, you're,
1: if you're wiped out at your offensive lineman uh, – okay, when you say wiped out in your offensive lineman, all our centers are out of the, out of the picture right now? Uh, Zach Frazier's on the board. Okay, see, now that's a name I'm going to – I know that maybe we're going to get to. I, yeah. That was a okay. name I threw yeah. at you.
0: Yeah. That,
2: but I would. I also will ask. Last year, when was the first safety taken?
0: Uh, second round, I thought. Let me go back. I can. Was give it you, Brian Branch?
2: I think it was Brian. I think it was Brian Branch. And if it's
0: Brian Branch, that was 31. No.
2: I'm only asking because at? we ha- uh, we've seen the safety position, position kind of. I
0: saw him as a safety, as a safety or corner. Yeah. 45. Yeah, so.
2: Okay. Cause that's that's why I'm asking. Cause I feel like safety has been this position. That's the last couple of years. that like You see a lot of guys fall yeah. out the first round now. So I just I, want I to know ask.
1: I know. My personal opinion is this defense needs to get better up the middle.
2: Talk you about know, it.
1: And and if if it means grabbing a one of these you know defensive tackles from Texas, grabbing that linebacker from Michigan. You know, Every close your ears kind of a <laughs> thing. Uh, grabbing a safety from Minnesota get better up the middle of this yeah. defense right yeah. you know mike Zimmer will figure things out you know i just the interchangeable pieces with newbin if you give me the opportunity to draft newbin to me that's a first round grade on my board there's yeah. certain around. i'm gonna have probably 20 21 to 24 first round grades you know depending on with medicals and all that shake Newbin is going to be one of those guys you're letting me pick pick him inside my range of really first
0: round grades by the way, Brian that's, that's, Branch, 45 last year. If you don't want to consider him a true safety, Jartavius Martin was drafted by Washington at 47. So, yeah. And I can see the comments already of this team would never draft a safety in the first round, which I, I can see that already yeah, on, on Twitter, on whatever. But that I, that could be the case, but he's a first-round but she, but caliber Aisha's player. I want
1: right. She said – Give me somebody that can help corners. Mm-hmm. You know, give me somebody that you don't have to worry about the ball going over their head or, you know, a, a physical player. I, you know, this guy he he he's a big hitter. He can cover. He's got range. There's a lot to like. This guy is a difference maker. Yeah. I will argue that with anybody in a room. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you if you tell me all the offensive linemen are gone with the exception of Frazier, now, I'm. I know how bad I, I want a center. Mm-hmm. I mean trust me, I'm going to jump two size 14s up on this table to get a center. But you know what this kid right here makes me think a little bit about how you know how much better we could be with this type of player on our defense
4: yeah you talk about his ability to come up from that third level and be able to impact the play from into the backfield mm-hmm. i mean he's he's a guy that affects all 11 players on the field he's a guy that can kind of be the quarterback of the defense too later in his career mm-hmm. um, this is a guy you want in the locker room this is a guy you want on the field he's a guy that will start day one wherever he lands uh
2: before we transition quick question uh when is malik cookers how long is his he's
4: got one more year Cooker
3: left was a two-year deal was that um, last offseason yeah who's two-year deal so
2: i mean i think that Means no, as well. it does we talk it about does. him growing into you know being that quarterback, quarterback I, field if, yeah. if necessary.
1: I'm trying not to let Malik Hooker affect me and end up taking a really good player.
2: That's I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I know this organization has been hunting, hunting a guy like number 28 that used to play or Darren Woodson type mm-hmm. of a player. This kid's got some of those traits, he doesn't have the speed maybe or the quickness, but the way he attacks people. I would say that uh, that you're starting to there's there's some there's some similarities here yeah.
3: see i I don't know I, I think when and I don't want to be wet blanket guy all day today but uh <laughs> for me newbin like I think newbin's really really good and i think newbin does everything really well i think he's really smart i think a lot of the questions about like long speed or some of those things i think he can make up with it just with just how like high iq he is and how quick his recognition is but like i do wonder just a little bit the question for me is like with the range i know there there is some range there but to me it's like i think he's a little tight in some of his transitions i don't know how quickly he turns he gets back i don't know how well that's going to play at the next level to me i think he's like if you want to look at a much better player, I think, much better potential here, but to me, it's the same sort of things with Donovan Wilson, where in terms of being able to play things in front of him, not necessarily be able to play things behind him, like to have that range to cover. I don't cover. see
1: instincts at all with Donovan Wilson. No, like I said, be- I don't. better player,
3: but I think same sort of thing of Plays better with the passing in front of him rather than covering deep. I don't think he's center field to me. I don't think he's just a box safety, but I don't think he's just – I don't think he's a pure – like, I don't think he's got that center field range ability. His IQ is really high. He's able to compensate for some of that, get into position that way. But I just – I see tightness at times with him. I don't see the long speed. I just wonder about how that plays at the next level.
0: Where would you play him if you had one spot and you had to pigeonhole him into a spot?
3: Um. I mean, he's he's more of a strong, I think. That's how I view him, is more of a strong safety. But I don't think he's, like, completely incapable. I just – I want to see the testing of the combine for sure. I want to see how he's do- – like, I want to see what the three-cone looks like. I want to see what some of the 40 stuff looks like, the 10-yard splits. I want to see that exp- explosiveness from him for
0: sure. Where would you play him, Brian?
1: I'd play him at free. I think he's – I'd say free, and, I, and he's an interchangeable player to me. He's 6'2", he's 2'10". You know, he plays downhill. I've seen him cover. I've seen him carry. I've seen him play in trail positions. You know, this guy's this guy's a
0: much better player than than some of us are giving him credit for. This is a good one, Nick, to start off. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of stay or trade back. Are we picking the player? I know you guys are picking, picking the player. I'm picking Bobby. Are you trading I out? Would not. You trading be. out? I
2: mean, You're, in the first round.
0: This is first 24. at twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> decisions, decisions. Would you pick him? Nick?
4: Yeah, I'm picking him at 24. I think if you can get a guy that can come in first year, you're, you're expecting J. Ron Kearse to probably be out of the equation if you're mm-hmm. taking a safety here in the first round. That's a guy that can work in with Malik Hooker and Donovan Wilson this season. And then if you want to move on from Malik Hooker uh, the year after next, then you have a guy that can take over center field in my equation. I, I, I know I mentioned it on the show a couple of weeks ago, but I put a, pen, a marker right on the center of my uh, computer, and I just looked at hit the radius of where he covers on the field, and it's, it's, it's impressive to me. I think he can cover any anywhere on the field. I I think I understand where you're coming from, though, Bobby, whenever you're talking about him covering things behind him. But I think whenever you look at Big Ten offenses and what they were uh, specializing to do, I don't think he necessarily had to do that as often. When he was tested, though, I think you're right. I think it is just a lack of experience there. I think a couple of years in the league, I trust his abilities, his instincts, A, to be able to cover that eventually once he gets well well accustomed to the league.
0: And I think I'm with this edge of the table just because – I don't know what the rest of the board looks like, and if my offensive line is dried up, I would be very, very inclined to trade out. But he's a first round graded player on my board, and in, in terms of window dressing the board and not window dressing it, I'm going to stay in and pick. the You're player. going to make me pick between
1: him and a center. It, that's going to be a hard thing for me to do because I know how damn important center is here. Sure. So, yeah. You know, that's that. I mean, now is is he is he going, Am I going to pick him over the Oregon center? Probably not. Am I going to pick him? Maybe over at the West Virginia center, Frazier. Now we're now we're and, and maybe even the maybe even the Duke potential center
0: as yep. well. So I, yeah. you know, I'm. Was Barton available?
4: It's up to you guys. I don't know at that
0: point. <laughs> <laughs> if he's available, I think I'm taking Barton and we're
4: rolling. I was, I was throwing this equation in with the with the idea that the offensive linemen that you would have liked to take at 24 going into the draft, they're all gone here. So if Barton's okay. one of those guys, then he's out of there. Do you have
1: another position that you would take other than, than what we're looking at right now? Um, I mean, you're looking at the linebackers. Are any of these linebackers better than, than what we're talking about right now with Newbin that you like?
2: No, I think it would be close. I, as far as Newbin goes, I do think it depends on schematically what you think that Zim is going to be throwing out there as well, though.
0: Yeah. Well, he wants inter- interchangeable safeties. He fits that mold. Yeah. Do you like him better than,
1: say, the Texas A&M linebacker right now? Edrin Cooper? Cooper. Mm, yes,
0: L- Newbin yes. over Cooper, yes. yes. Oh yeah, I have a second round grade on Cooper, and I have a first round grade on Newbin. Aisha,
2: hmm. uh, I'm just sa- safety. Safety is just something I'm struggling with. Period in this draft.
0: Say
1: okay, you're not seeing him. You don't feel like you're seeing him. Good? I see.
2: I see him. I see him. I have all the notes that you guys have said about yeah. him. I'm just. It, it, for, for me, I'm still I'm still debating on where he falls. If he's a first round pick or early or early second. Pick. So we're gonna, like to, we're gonna have we're gonna have
1: we would have to convince huh? her to take a safety at twenty four. Yeah, yeah it sounds like you're trading back. Yeah, you're, you're moving back.
2: <laughs> I'm just struggling with it. Yeah. I, I think I, I think I still gotta. You guys maybe know Zim a little bit better than what I do, but I'm still getting up to date on what he does. When you talk about interchangeable, yeah, Zim, yeah. Zim, yeah, Zimmer right, right. Like yeah, you talk about interchangeable, but. How, what type of interchangeable? Yeah. But I, one thing I did write down for Nubin is, like, yo, his IQ is high. You see him baiting, baiting yeah. quarterbacks. His zone yeah. awareness is there as well. So he does have the smarts to do it. I, just, yeah, I, I think
0: Zimmer's also trying to figure out what type of scheme he's going to play fair. with these players, too. I, I don't if, think he really knows what's going on. I mean, he does know do what's you think going on. Repl-
2: but to your point, to your point, you think he could be a guy that comes in and does j curse-esque stuff?
4: No, I don't believe so. I think his long-term projection I, for me, I want him to be that free guy. Yeah. I, I think he can play that Molly Cooker role. Tracking. Yeah. Okay.
0: Alright, Bobby, you who's your player that you wanted to throw in for a little stay or trade?
3: I, I'm sad uh, Zach Wolchuk's not here to uh, oh. try and fight and scream, but the name that I was throwing out there that I was looking at was Cooper Beebe in the second round because Kansas State. I, I Yeah, I guard Kansas State and a when you talk about really smart high this is IQ second player. round player here yeah, this is a second round player so the, when you talk about a really smart high iq player the mental processing the sort of things that you want to see on the offensive line where you're able to handle those games those stunts the other things like that plays with a ton of power there's a lot to like about him the question for me would be in terms of the other aspect that you look at with bb is is the athleticism there you know he's got the short arms he even and i know that doesn't matter as much on the interior but guys have a tendency to get into his chest sometimes mm-hmm. he's able to anchor and that that's you know he's able to combat it a little bit there but this is somebody for me that it's a need in all likelihood it's a good high iq player i just don't know do the athletic limitations leave you saying ah, i'd rather bail out of there and see something else in the
0: third and of course this is saying you haven't taken mm-hmm. this is an not offensive, an offensive line, line in the first, in the first. so yeah, we went Tyler a different direction back. uh even a tackle just because he plays guard mm-hmm. no tackles in the first yeah okay so you haven't done anything with your offensive line in this scenario do you take the guy mr bb in the second round what
3: do you think, I think i'm
4: picking him I, yeah? I think i'm picking him we, we, we've talked about his tenacity i i think I think there's enough violence there and I think there's enough experience there from Cooper Beebe to where you can bring him in um, I'm not sure if he's a year one starter. I think that's probably where you run into some issues. Um, you also have to understand what you're going to be doing with Tyler Smith going into the draft uh, to be comfortable to move him out to left tackle permanently, because that would be the idea. Cooper Beebe cannot play tackle. So you're throwing him in at either left guard or waiting a year or two and throwing him in at right guard if uh, you, if and when Zach Martin uh, departs the Dallas Cowboys. So um, I, I think there's a lot of things you would have to play around with. There would be a lot of talking with the coaching staff, Coach Solari, to try to figure out what his best fit would be but if that type of player is available there at what's 56 yep. i'm taking him
0: what if the I've, I've just got a simulator up and i'm playing around with possible trades you could pick up a fourth to move back about 10 spots so you're moving back 10 spots to pick up a fourth round pick that you don't have that right now by the way i've got <laughs> So, Do you assume Cooper Beebe would still be on the board after those 10 picks? No, he's going to be gone. He's going to be So good. you got to stay in yeah. and either pick him or you're not going to get him. I'm, I'm but, do, but
2: do we think that <clears> – <throat> I'm, I'm asking some of these mid-round guards are some players, though.
4: Yeah, but do you want a guy who can start in year two?
2: I mean, you just said you don't think he's going to be a first-year starter.
4: Year two. Year two. Do you think you have a guy here, Cooper Beebe, that can start in year two? And if you want that type of guy, sure. I think Cooper Beebe is probably one of your last options because under this equation – all those tackles that come out off in the first round, and after about, gosh, Patrick Paul, who I would have about tackle twelve, tackle eleven right now, then you're really starting. What do you to think about Pooney
1: from uh, Kansas? Did yeah. you grade him mm. as a tackle or a guard?
4: I like him as a guard. I like as a guard his as his as well. his body his body type I think is more an interior type of guy. Um, but here I, I would still rather have Cooper Beebe. I, I think Beebe's better than. Uh, What you have with Puny.
1: Zintner, too, from, is it Zinter? Zinter. From Zach Zinter from Michigan. Yeah, I think just. See, this is the problem. I have, I don't think any of these guards are very athletic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Including BB? Yeah, including BB. Definitely. I really, really don't. And if you gave me a choice, I'm backing up. And if you gave me another choice, I'm probably hitting a defensive tackle in the second round. I'm, I'm going to try to grab that Texas kid in the second. So round. So you're out. You're I'm pulling out. the parachute. I'm out. If I have to pick, if I have to pick a guard yeah. in the second round of these guys i have currently seen, I mean we've still got work we have to do on some guard. Maybe some oh, guy yeah. comes from uh, from the depths of nowhere, and it's like, whoa, wait a minute. There's a guard at Maryland that we haven't seen, or there's a guard <laughs> at Indiana that we haven't seen. But I, I, I am I am out on a guard in the second round with this
0: class. Okay.
2: I'm scared of the second round. That means you're probably
0: doing it early, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I'm I'm gonna pass on on. Man, Zach
0: Wolchuk is just turning. He's He's listening to. He's punching the air. I guarantee he's listening. I'm, I'm waiting about thirty seconds. I'm gonna get to. But
2: also, too, I just, I think about what the second round is for this team as well, and I'm like, it really depends on how the board falls for for these folks, because I'm gonna be extra worried on.
1: Zach's he's already arguing that. with us. No, oh, I told you. He, he yep. said he says it hey, could BB play center. I wouldn't put it past him.
2: what do you think? I was thinking about that when you was talking about. I
4: him. think it's. I think it's an option for sure. But I think he's a better guard long term. I think it's an option though. You could throw him in center and see what if works. You, you if you draft Connor him, Williams? and you've got both of your guards: Tyler Smith and Zach Martin.
0: Are you starting Cooper Beebe or Brock Hoffman or I would have to see TJ Cooper Bass. Bebe. I would
4: have to see Cooper BB. Yeah, center that's before. true. I <laughs> mean,
2: we saw Connor Williams do it. He went to Miami and was successful as it has been successful as a center and he had the Baby arms and and yeah. some of the lack of athleticism you, you back in the and, Williams and, well. and all this stuff that back. you was talking about, Bobby. And so we have seen that happen. Before. I, I mean,
3: BB's got everything. Pa- I see powerful, from BB dude. says he's got the mental processing and the IQ to be able to play center. Like, I mean, to me again, it's just the question of playing on the interior in this modern game. What they ask you to do, getting to the second level and stuff like that. Pulling, see, I just don't know that the athleticism. Think can I would reach? probably no, no, he can. I think he can
4: I would, too. I, yeah.
3: like, I, would I would bail on BB. And I, I like, I think he's fine, but to yeah. me, I just. Zach, you really take a fourth you. round
4: pick? taking him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, take I, the I take a
3: fourth round, round, pick. round pick and drop yeah, that 10 fourth spots. Is and be, go do something. Go do it. Yeah.
2: That fourth is, we talked about how rich the mid rounds are in this yeah. draft. Like, that fourth, not having a fourth, every time I think about it, it hurts me a little bit.
4: What's worse, not having a fourth or not having an offensive lineman that can step up and be ready to go whenever you're Bump, bum, Okay,
2: okay, okay. But what are we, what are you, are you looking for a starter? Are you looking for a potential starter there? I think so. Is that necessary right now I, to you? I think so. Okay, well, you
1: don't like T.J. Bass, then,
4: do you? I do like T.J. Bass. No, I think I think he, he could is be a T.J. Bass thing. I'll back him up Bass on guy. it. I will. Yeah. Say you don't that, think he could be a starter? I think he can be a starter. Yes, but I, I think you need another body in there in okay. case he's not ready. He's See, about the stockpiling. It, the <laughs> yeah. thing about it is, you need that depth so bad. We've seen what that depth did not do for them sure. last year at guard offensive line line.
2: (laughs)
1: i just like i just like the texas tackle defensive tackle uh sweat more than him
0: Mm -hmm. i just do you think he'd be available at 56
1: i think the second round would
4: be i think it's going to be close i have a higher
0: grade on sweat than i do on bb as well if he's available then i'm taking sweat
4: bucky brooks had him at 17 overall in a mock draft yeah see i just don't think he'll be
0: there
2: barnacles
4: that's
0: what's tough He's that legit. that was wild Bucky's to me terrible at
4: this stu- <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what that was wild to me because that's the
2: We'll highest tell I've him seen that too
0: go.
4: what's going on i love Bucky. but I don't, I don't think it's beyond i don't think it's beyond the realm of imagination i think you could see barnacles you don't Murphy. see
1: him in, okay you don't see him getting to you at then in the second round right <gasps> i'd be shocked okay
4: i'd be shocked To Vondre sweat oh okay i yeah, no, no. maybe do you think so? I'd be shocked. if, well, if, the if way he's tests doing, if he,
2: tests, if he tests well as well, it's, it's, it's curtains.
0: I'm not betting a half marathon on the guy, but if mm-hmm. if he's there at 56, I would try and learn how to do a backflip. Like, I mean, it would be because that's what I would want to do. Yeah. If he's there at 56 yeah. and he's taken, I would want to do a backflip. That's how excited I'd be. Okay. But I just, I, I, I think he's too good of a player. I to think,
4: go. I think I'm with you though, Brian. If it's Sweat and BB on the board, I'm taking Sweat. I just don't think he's there at 56. Yeah. That's
2: fair because I do. I. Is there one of these linebackers there?
4: One of these linebackers there for you? You probably got a Peyton Wilson there. You probably got a
0: Wilson's off the board on this scenario that I've got. Just kind of, I'm just rolling Mm -hmm. through as we're going. Who's on the board? Uh, Oh, good question. Let's see. Uh, Click, click, click. Jeremiah Trotter Jr.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say Trot. Let's say it's Trotter and Eichenberg.
1: They would probably
0: take Eichenberg because he's probably he's a bigger guy. Yes. Uh, Bullard's on the board. Chris Jenkins is on the board from Michigan. That's a three technique. Yeah. Uh yeah.
2: I got
0: him. I mean, not, nothing really. Uh Colson. Junior Colson's there. There's another Michigan linebacker. That would right? be fun.
2: I I am not opposed. <laughs> Br-
0: Braylon Trice from Washington's on the board. There. That's an edge that edge can really rusher. they could play
1: both sides. Ruke Oro Oro from Clemson. He's getting better. People are starting to kind of get traction on
4: him a little mm-hmm.
2: bit. Did you were you impressed with his type?
4: Or are we talking about Ruge? Oh yeah, or, yes. Uh, I yeah, you I think he's him, I feel like you mentioned. It was it was Brian, but I, yeah. I think his getting off the ball is really impressive to me. I think he's violent at the point of attack. I I like what he brings. I just don't know. I don't know here second round. I don't know here.
0: Jeremiah Trotter Jr.'s there from Clemson linebacker. I thought the problem is he's going to be too short for these guys. I bet. Yeah.
2: You think they're going to take? They would take Eichenberg first. Eichenberg
1: I mean. makes every single <laughs> tackle if you watch the ohio state tape the way i, think, I mean yeah. I, I just i i i just kind of wonder i wonder if people are going to ding trotter because he's 6 foot that's the that's the thing that's the that's the one I mean, trotter's a hell of a player i mean trust me i i could put again both size 14s up on this table for a guy <laughs> like that but i just wonder here if they're going to take a, a 6 foot linebacker yeah, yeah. you know
4: I wonder well, if there's any, any uh, thought about Ivan Pace and what he did this past year and how many teams looked past yeah, him. And yeah. Talking about short Aisha reminds players. me about that every weekend. <laughs> that, uh, was, uh, that was definitely one. I saw a redraft last week that had him going seventh overall, and I was like, huh, interesting.
0: Aisha, what would you, or who is your player that you want to stay or trade?
2: Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, I put in, because we talked about it the other week, uh, mm-hmm. Brock Bowers, tied in from Georgia.
0: Oh, so you've got a falling scenario. He falls to twenty four?
2: Maybe. I think I think some people are um didn't he have some injuries? Am I oh yeah. Uh
4: maybe not injuries.
2: No. Did he he
4: dealt with some bangs Something. and bruises, but nothing major. Okay, but no okay,
2: But no, I, I only say that just because, you know, we were talking about the size and some of that stuff and, and so I wonder if, if there is a run on offensive linemen and all that stuff happens, where tight end falls. Because i know that i feel like who was the first one that went off the board last year was it
0: last year gosh, was who was dalton it? or uh was it was
2: twenty-five? right ahead
0: of dallas and,
1: yeah. it t-
2: and it took a little second and to our standard last year the tight ends were it was quite a few in there last year so to me really like that class yeah, absolutely yeah. so to me i do think just because of the position and just kind of how it's not how it's valued, but just kind of how things happen, maybe he could fall.
4: I like what she's saying here. What do you think? I think here, though, if you have Brock Bowers on the board, you're going to see a team get really aggressive to try to trade up there. And And they could probably give you a third. And if that's the case, I'm trading back.
0: Because you don't need a tight end. So it's a third-round pick in this scenario to trade back. Will he be the best
1: player on the board? He he probably would, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're assuming he will be the best
0: player on Dallas's board too, right? Yeah. Barring whatever reason he's falling, I mean, it could
3: be. Bobby
2: cannot take any more tight ends.
0: No, no, I mean, like, honestly,
3: 24 mean, if you're telling me I can get Brock Bowers, a guy who, like, for all the the hype over the years of Kyle Pitts and, you know, Vernon Davis and Noah Fant or whoever else that they've had, TJ Hawkinson, just the different tight ends that have been thrown out there, I've never seen a tight end basically single-handedly win A big time college football game like I did with Brock Bowers against Auburn. I've (laughs) never like, I mean, he is he is such a game changer. And if you're telling me he's sitting there at twenty-four, if I'm sitting there at eleven, I'm probably taking Brock Bowers. Like I don't like forget a slide. Like if he (laughs) slides down to twenty-four. I'm running and laughing and verifying with the league that something didn't happen. You can do that a too. It. Yeah, absolutely. Sweet. I'll run the marathon this year. Hey, yeah. Anybody, All right. Hey, we interested? got it. We got it. What's <laughs> <We're
0: just> done. <laughs>
3: ours, that, that to me is the tight end version of C.D. Lamb. Fell to you. Okay. Any, any
1: yeah, that's wow. that's a good. I point. agree with you. Any any anybody interested in holding Kansas City up at 32 for some stuff? Holding them up, what do you
0: mean? Trading back to thirty two. And having them come get him. Yeah, having them come get. And, and, but maybe apparent. maybe
1: they maybe they look at him in such a way that they see so much value there that you could hold them up for m- multiple picks.
3: Yeah, you want to be the you wanna be the team that traded away from Travis Kelsey though, potentially? Mm. And, and no, like, that's can, that's
1: something we have to think about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like, I mean, you, I'm just throwing it out no, there. No, no, yeah. I'm trying to get the what you, you find a team, Aisha brought this up. You find a team that that is absolutely seeing a guy slide, and they they and now they're willing to put three or f- maybe two to three of their premium assets out there for you to get. Where you pick back up, you know, you pick back up your three, a three. You yep. pick back up a four. So, now it's at the bottom of the board, but you're 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 now you're picking at your spot and you're picking at Kansas City spot in the and say in the second round or the excuse me uh, at one. At uh, at three
4: and at four, uh, along with your let's spots. Look what that I, is! I'm taking that in this draft. I'm taking that because I feel like you're going to need those middle round those middle round Real picks. Bad. You would love to be able to pick up a couple of them. I, I think it's worth it. If if Jake Ferguson did not have the year that he had last year. I probably wouldn't entertain it as much, but I think this is a guy that's going to be a perennial Pro Bowler. So I'm not I'm not concerned about the tight end position. If I was concerned about the position, then yes. But I'm not. Unfortunately, I'd have to let Brock Bowers go, and it would hurt me. It would hurt my soul. Brock but Bowers is going to Kansas
0: picks. City. He'll end up dating like Olivia Rodrigo down <laughs> yeah, the road. Or somebody like it'll but, be it'll be great for that tight end room. That's a good
1: name, though. That that's, is a good name that makes you it because it, you're right. It's got that C D lamb factor
3: to that's it. So
2: good. Yeah. Yeah. That was dope. That's you, mm. How you <laughs> mentioned that? This, but,
3: w- <laughs> this would be uh, ninety four and 132 and so give me give me my spots. give me my picks you're flipping spots you were
1: going to 32 so you're yeah. dropping eight spots give me my spot where am i at in, in the second round uh you are at uh, the back half, right 56? Yeah, 56 yeah 56 okay where uh, i'm not going to probably get there two but i'm going to get maybe their are three and their four yeah and that would
3: there? be or actually it was one spot later it's a 95 and 133
1: so 95 and 133 to go along with what else do i have 32, 56. Give me my third round pick. Uh, third round pick is 87. 87. 87. Okay, here we go, guys. We're looking at 32, 56, 87, 95, 133. Give me the one before 133. Um, That is, I got to scan them. That's find a Dallas it. pick. Right. No, it's, uh, no, it's San gone. Francisco. That oh, was the there. Trey Lance. Okay, there you go, right there. We make this trade. We go to 32, and we get Kansas City to give us their three and their four. We got 32, 56, 87, 95, 133. And that's 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 an an entire draft.
3: That's about even on the trade value chart, that Mm -hmm. jump. So, I mean, if you wanted to – Sprinkle in something else. Would you try and, like, hold them hostage for extra? Like, hey, this isn't normal trade value. You're not just coming up to take this. You're coming to get Bowers, and we know you want him. So you got to
1: throw in one more. Yeah. To me – next year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. To me – Just ask for the first. I mean, all they can do is say no. It, It would be hard for me to trade away from Bowers. It really, really would. But man, you got my attention. (laughs) You got my attention right now in this draft at 32, 56, 87, 95, 133.
0: You got my attention. That's what it would take to get even in the conversation. Yeah, and you may have to sprinkle a little bit more and overpay. Yeah, I've got my own picks,
1: but when I when I line up my picks with the picks they're giving me.
0: I'm about to wreck shop here a little bit. Yeah, because you get the middle of each round and yeah. the back half of each Thank round. Thank
1: you. And you get yeah. to split Thank it all you. up, and you're picking, and picking, And I, I could keep moving these picks, too, not if sure. I want to.
3: What, yeah. if, what if they don't want to give you two? What if they say not three But You four, don't we'll get Brock oh, we'll, Bowers, No, 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 but we'll give you two. So you get the better pick, but you don't get the more. So we
1: just take the, just take their second round so pick? So it would
3: be 32 and 64.
1: 32, 64. are still my picking six?
3: at 56. 56. 56. So you go 32, 56, 64, and then you're picking again at 87. I
1: think
0: it's less fun, but that's probably more yeah, beneficial still, and more productive from still a still team up a standpoint. Pick. Yeah, that's a huge you guys, pick.
1: If I if I if we make this trade, though, can I can I
0: count on you guys to give me a guy at thirty two, a guy at fifty six, and a guy at sixty yeah. four? Well, if Brock Bowers is already trade, he's already fallen to twenty four. He can fall to thirty two. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're, I mean, they're trading up to go get the.
1: I game. know
2: that like, a lot of people don't think that's possible, but I was just looking at the offensive linemen all the tackles Uh all the receivers quarterbacks all the quarterbacks yeah this wide receiver class is crazy this tackle class is one of the best we've seen
0: you can load up your team to win now especially with a second round pick that's a guy who could start for you Uh, or at least you think could start for you Wolchuk says give me the picks
4: yeah there's
2: (laughs) so many yeah yeah I mean you're gambling on it's more it's more less uh risk and more reward from doing it that way yeah That'll All right, be, y'all, I didn't mean to start. No, that was good. <laughs> that was good. It's good. You Rumble. did exactly what you
0: were supposed to do. <laughs> All right, we've got to take our first break. When we come back, though, we've got some more mock scenarios. This time we're going to look at free agency mm-hmm. and take a look at what free agency we could look with- like and how it affects the positional value moving forward toward the NFL draft. More of the draft show coming up right after this.
5: What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. I'm Darren Woodson, former Dallas Cowboy player and Super Bowl champion. When I played in the NFL at a high level, I relied on my vision to see the field. As I started getting older, I noticed my vision wasn't as good, and I was getting frustrated from wearing my glasses all day. I went to Laser Care Eye Center and Dr. G talked about all the options. Thanks to technology and Care Eye Center, I can see near, far, and between. Don't fumble your vision any longer. Visit them at dfwi's.com and tell them Darren sent you.
7: And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armor All, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armor All products. Back here on the Draft Show, presented by Miller Lite. Taste that you can depend on. This segment is brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. Aisha Morrison, Brian Broadus, Nick Harris, Bobby Belt. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Glad you're with us here on this Thursday. All right, Nick, you've got some scenarios. This is this is interesting because, of course, every year we talk about wait until free agency. Things start to roll And the dominoes start to fall. You've got a mock free agency that would allow us to talk about the positional value. We're going to go through the first, second, and third rounds and how it could change based off of what happens in free agency for the Cowboys. So start things off what did they do in free agency
4: yeah you said 63 days until the draft that's 63? what it is you got 19 until free agency so uh we're getting ready to rock here so oh my god under this scenario oh, wow. um, that's coming up fast. it is coming up fast march yeah. 11th is, is fastly approaching but basically what we're doing here is we're going to have a mock free agency basically we're going to predict what the cowboys free agency will look like here uh, in the next month or so and then we're going to kind of talk as a group as our uh, draft strategy kind of changes off of that. So, free agents retained that were on the team last year. You bring back Jonathan Hankins at defensive tackle. Okay. You bring back Tyron Smith on a team friendly one year deal, you get him back in the building. And you get Jordan Lewis, but you can't get Stefan Gilmore. He wanted a little bit more than hmm. what we you were comfortable mm. with paying for him, but you get Jordan Lewis. Free agents signed outside of the building. You get linebacker Aziz Al-Shahir. Uh, it's a run stopper. You bring him in. You can put him in that second level. He's durable. Mm. Uh, you get an edge rusher in A.J. Epinesa since Dorrance Armstrong's probably out the building. Dante Fowler's out the building. And then you get Zach Moss at running back. Um, do you need an extra corner? You have no Beatish. You have no J. Ron Curse. And under this scenario, Jackson Powers-Johnson has gone at 24 as well. Mm. So,
0: Okay. And... In this scenario, that means Tony Pollard's not back either. Correct. you bring up Zach Moss, you do not have Tony Pollard.
4: Correct. And you do not have your backup running back from, from there as Deuce Vaughn, Malik Davis. and
0: Yeah, because Rico Dowdle's
4: gone too then, Correct. huh? Yep. Okay. So there's the situation at hand. Do you want to run through it one more time? Yeah. So free agents retained. Jonathan Hankins, Tyron Smith, Jordan Lewis, free agents signed, Aziz al Shaheer, AJ Epinesa, Zach Moss, and JP, JPJ is gone at 24.
0: What are your initial thoughts on that, Bobby? Um, my initial thought
3: on that offseason is I'm thrilled to get Al Shayer. That's uh, going to be big a one. massive boost to your linebacker core. Um, I don't love saying goodbye to Gilmore, mm. obviously. Yeah, I think uh, I think this building wouldn't love saying goodbye to Gilmore, but I also recognize that they're going to look at it and say, like, the money's got to work. The money's got to make sense. Um, look, you, you bring Tyron back. You don't feel like you're necessarily – you know, handcuffed into got to pick an offensive lineman. And, and that's Dallas's approach. Every free agent period. It feels like is let's cover our bases, create contingencies, and then pick how we need to pick going into this thing. So overall, I mean, I, I think this would be largely a, a pretty positive off season leading into the draft, especially like I said, if I can get Al here, I'm thrilled with that.
0: Yeah. That's a next level player that you haven't had at that second that's level in a the, long time. Yeah, and you get Jonathan Hankins back too. So you're talking about improving. Brian brought it up earlier. Fix the middle of your defense. Straight up and down all three levels, you need something in the middle of your defense. Mm -hmm. You've got the first two levels taken care of, but you might have taken a hit from a cornerback standpoint. Jordan Lewis in the slot. You've got two guys, Deron Bland, Trayvon Diggs, that can play the boundary, but then after that, where does your depth look like in terms of the cornerback position? It doesn't look tremendous.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think bringing back Jay Lewis... Kind of important here, especially Mm -hmm. with what he was able to do at the nickel and come in. Um, And also, too, I do think that nickel is far more, it's a little bit more complicated than playing that boundary. If you are going to bring a young guy in here and you need him to perform, putting him out there on the boundary is a little bit less stressful than putting him in the nickel right now. So I think bringing him back, I think that's a low-key high key important part of what's going on definitely would like uh al, she. like like al say say say
3: say like that say it again al shayer
2: al shayer okay thank you so much um I, as far as Esp-
3: espinosa
2: mm-hmm. we've we saw him do some good things from there he plays he played like a little crazy person as well how does yep. he help you in run defense
4: yeah, that's that's the question that you have to be comfortable with. I think that's where here comes in comes in the equation. I mean, you absolutely, you defender in that second level. You also bring back Jonathan Hankins, so you have you're comfortable for, for uh, you're comfortable in run defense, but you also know that this is probably not building for the future. I, I think this scenario gives the Cowboys a little bit more flexibility for a to be able to kind of build past 2024, and also b. Uh, be able to pick best player available at 20. Boom,
1: you hit it right on the head.
4: That's fair. That's
1: it, because what's happening is you let me pick my center, and now I'm just picking the best players mm-hmm. is what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm trying to find I'm, – I'm navigating this thing. I've got my linebacker, i got my edge, i got my running back, i got my defensive tackle, i got an offensive tackle, i got my nickel cornerback. Okay, so now if I can find my center, I'll be in good shape there. Now you're letting me pick everything else off my board that I like. You're going to let me pick my stack. And your stack ends up becoming a little bit more of your depth, and maybe the depth turns into actual starting players there. This, this, This type of free agency set you up for the best draft that you could have, yeah. in yeah. my opinion.
2: I like getting the running back in the free agency, free agency as well. If Zach you are going to get yeah. a running back, yep. I don't think that there's – we talked about it, this running back class isn't as rich as the other one, but there are some guys in yep. these middle rounds yep. that can be a great, a good guy to accompany with a veteran running back and be able to get after in the backfield.
0: Brian, you brought up earlier how this guard and center class, you've got some guys heavy up front. You mentioned Frazier yep. from West Virginia. Yeah. Is that – if JPJ is gone in this scenario, he is, are you comfortable taking Frazier in the first round or are you taking BPA, best player on your board, whoever's there at 24, and then hoping somebody falls to you in the rounds two, three after that?
1: You know what? I am gonna. I know I'm going to be in a fist fight with you guys over this one. And um, I'm okay with that uh, because that's what we do. We get in a room and we kind of beat each other up about Love this that. stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you fight me on Graham Barton over Frazier. Okay. And I'm gonna let you see. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna let the room win on that one. Maybe you guys don't think enough of Frazier like I do. Maybe you think Barton's a better player. But if if our Oregon center's gone, and I have to go get a center, I might lean towards taking Frazier over Barton. And I don't know if the room feels that way about it. So I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say about. Barton over Fraser, Fraser over Barton. You might not like either one of these guys, but I was just curious of what the room might think if uh, if we had to go get a center and our, our Oregon center is gone.
4: I like the idea because you've seen what Zach Frazier has done at center. You see how uh, he was able to help that offense from a pre-snap perspective as well. Yeah. You don't really know what you can get out of that from from Grant Barton. Here's beam firing up the Zach Frazier highlights, but I, I love what he does right there in the middle. He creates that pocket and allows the quarterback to be able to move around and do what he does best, and I think that's really important for where Dak Prescott is going towards in his career. Uh, from Graham Barton's perspective, you would have to move him in the center and you would have to spend those first couple of weeks of training camp just getting him right with the basics and then kind of working him into uh, where you think he could be uh, long-term. Now, whose ceiling is eventually higher on the back end, I think that's probably where I would probably maybe lean Barton, but you don't really know what that looks like until you get him in the building and you get him working at center. I think it's a, I think it's a valid, uh, valid thing, thing to bring up. Do you worry about Frazier's leg at all?
2: I was. That's what I was going to ask. I don't because I, I,
4: you see the toughness from him. I, I'm not worried of it, but I think it's something to bring up, and we'll obviously know more next week where, at the medicals.
1: Where Frazier got my attention is when you watch the Texas game, mm-hmm. and we know what those those two guys deal with inside of Texas. That's Sweat and, and Murphy, and Murphy, and he is, and he's he's handling that. You know, he's handling that, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, if this guy's dealing with these two cats right now here. West Virginia playing Texas, he could deal with a lot of guys in the National
0: Football League that are probably not as good as that. And he may not win every battle, but he's not going to lose anything. He doesn't lose I, ground. He doesn't yeah. go backwards into the pocket. That's the number one yeah, thing I saw with, with Frazier. The the one thing here, it's like like you said, if we're talking best player available at 24, are you drafting for win now or are you drafting for ceiling? See, that's this where this is where, we're this at.
1: Is where I'm, I'm at right now because maybe Frazier's not – for everybody at 24. You know, and, and, and to me, that might be a t- completely wiped-out situation. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's the trade back. Maybe that's the trade back to Kansas City at 32, mm-hmm. yeah. that all of a sudden you grab Frazier, you grab Barton, I'd but you okay grab those that. picks too, you know? So I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm just asking you, I'll go with the room, because I like Barton. I like Barton. How do you and have I,
0: them stacked? Are they 2-3 in your interior board?
1: Yeah, I— the, the, Jackson Powers Johnson's one, yeah. Frazier Barton. That okay. kind of how I would that's how I would look at it right now. But if the room t- shot me down, I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be mad.
3: I, I, w- I agree with Nick. I think the upside's on Barton. Like I think that's where upside is between these two. But if you're telling me like sturdy stable i know like i'm getting a good player i know you know the high floor i know you hate the floor in the salem brian but the, because but the i don't floor understand guy, it <laughs> yeah. the, the high <laughs> floor guy uh to me that's frazier because if you know to me i think when you look at the traits with him frazier's obviously got i think good power he can you know move guys in the run yeah. game but otherwise everything else to me kind of looks athletically the athletic traits are kind of average across mm-hmm. the board but what you want in that center position is you do want competitive toughness. You want high IQ, and I think he has both of those. He's going to fight. And what you lose when Tyler Biotish leaves in free agency is you lose one of your glass eaters in this yeah. on this yeah. football team. Absolutely. You need a guy who's going to... You know, get in the mix and you know, get into scraps. Stand up for your guys. You know, set the tone in terms of physicality and toughness and stuff like that. And I think that's definitely Frazier. And so, to me, I would lean Frazier. I would definitely look to trade back, though.
1: Okay, see. Now, okay, now I'm going to ask you this question though. The problem that you have currently at center, or you've had, is you have the glass eater, but you don't have the athlete. Yeah. That's the yeah. problem. Somebody at center has got to be smart, tough. And cut the defense in half. Yep. We need that guy. We need that guy. We need the guy that's going to play second level. And maybe hell, it's BB. Maybe maybe all, <clears throat> excuse me. Maybe all of a sudden it's BB. Maybe BB can play center. Maybe, you know, I kind of see him as a push shove guy myself. Yeah. But he can play second level. You know, he is massive. But th- Dallas has lacked the ability to secure down since Travis uh, Travis Frederick left here. Yep. You can't get to that. You can't secure the three, and you can't get the guy up on the on the backer. So we got to figure that out. You know, we got whoever. If it's Frazier, if it's Barton, we damn know it's that. It we damn know it's Powers Johnson. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm.
0: we got to figure that out. In this scenario, I know Tyron Smith's back on a. I'm assuming a one year, two Team year for, deal. Yeah, one year, one very, year, like very twelve quick million deal. dollars. <laughs> uh team friendly never deal. been thrown around yeah. uh, team friendly deal is what Nick you laid it out to be are you still considering a tackle here in this free agency class and based off of the draft class that you're having at 24 I know you can you can go and get you a center and if you, you no, know, no, that's what I'm saying I'm
1: opening this thing up as long as we make sure that some way we navigate in my it's my scouting view we navigate the center yeah you guys can convince me of anything else you know, my, I'm, I'm going to fight. Every time it's our turn, I'm going to look at that center stack and I'm going to say, what about that guy?
0: <laughs> Who's and,
1: that? I'm going to the ma- and I'm going to make Aisha say, no, i got a defensive tackle or I've got a wide receiver yeah. or I've got a guard that's better. Yeah. You know, I'm going to make somebody tell me to go away from that. And, I'll, again, I trust the room.
3: <sighs> I mean, I, I'm fine with it. See, here's the problem with that. <laughs> the the biggest problem with the off season, the way I see it, it laid out, and this is the way I don't
1: it, think it, this is bad no, by no, the I way. It, the way no, this I thing think it, no, fell.
3: I think this is I think this is, as, I think this is as positive an off season as you can have to be honest. But like in general, you're gonna probably heading to drafting like you're deficient somewhere. You're gonna feel you're deficient at center. That's one. Yep. And then the other aspect is you're probably still feeling like you're lacking at safety. So I don't know. Is it like something where I mean, you guys were all on board with Newbin. If Nubin, is Newbin there at twenty four, is that what you're asking yourself? Newbin, Frazier, that kind of a thing, uh, or do you it's just, just like it, tackles, too.
0: Frazier, Newbin? To me, that's the biggest that's thing. What it I, is. Like the
3: biggest thing I'm coming away from is saying somewhere in the top one hundred with two out of these three picks, I'm going to need a center. I'm going to need a safety.
1: Did you did you just did you just throw a pin? No,
2: mean, no, I didn't throw anything. <laughs> now,
1: no, I, I mean, not
2: physically. I, I mean, I, no. I'm saying that the fa- like to choose between. That's why I was struggling when we were talking about Newbin earlier. I'm at a point to where you look at the competition that you played. If you even look within your division, the interior of these defensive lines that you're going up against no gave you trouble. No on a consistent basis. Don't get me wrong. I want my I want my tackles to be tackling. I need them to be doing their job. However, the quarterback can avoid that far better than what's happening in the interior you just ran into ran into. i'm with i i am at a point to where addressing the interior and also you know we got some new humans in the building as well that might be helping with the run game and things like that but i just feel like not being able to run the ball is such a i am not looking past it i can't Mm -hmm. do it i'm sick of seeing it Um, So, for me, the center position is important. So, that's why when we were talking about Newbin earlier, I was just like, a safety? How is he going to help you? (laughs) (laughs) And I know we're not supposed to be doing need, but if it is a safety in a center, I would struggle. Like, I, I, I would
1: take the center every time. Yeah, I, I think, would I struggle
2: th- too because I just think it's too, it's too important and it's bit you in the tail I th- year after I year. I think
4: another point. possibility here is still taking a tackle. Yeah. Because you look at Tyron Smith getting That's 13 fair. games out of him last season felt like stri- striking lightning in a, in a bottle. Do you feel like you can get that again going into his age, what are we now, thirty-four season? Yeah. I, I still I, I don't want to fall that responsibility onto a Matt Willetsko or an Austin awesome Richards. See, did we did we
1: did we up. let our did we let our, our, our team down by drafting awesome Richards last year
0: then? If that's well, the case. I mean maybe going into year two that's not the case though. I mean, if you think awesome Richards can be something down the line. That's what I'm saying though. To me, if I've got Tyron
1: Smith and and he's in I know one thing i I don't want to go back and play with the tackle that we had last this you
0: know, Chuma Adoga.
1: Adoga. I don't yeah. want to go back that. But somebody tell me, you know, somebody in the somebody in the scouting department, the coaching department, somebody tell me what's going on with Austin awesome Richards, please, because I if <laughs> it, if I'm if I know I could get 13 games out of Tyron Smith. Yeah, I know that, but the other games I'm going to need is is is. Uh, Awesome Richard's not good enough for the 3. Did we draft did we draft the wrong player here? But that's so,
0: a 5th round pick. You're talking about wagering the future of your tackle position on a Player that was picked at 169. Somebody tell overall. me. Well, it, it's better than taking him in the seventh round.
2: Respectfully, our right tackle is an undrafted free agent and he yeah. had a contract.
0: No, I agree. I mean, you can find guys. TJ Bass was an undrafted free agent and he had a better year
2: than but I. She will
1: break. tell you he should have been drafted and she was right.
0: I, I was, agree. I had a I fifth was, round of grade on to, him, I too.
3: I, I mean, what, what's uh, like under that scenario, Nick, that you're talking about, like where we say, like, tackle at 24, potential, like. Who are we thinking is gone? Like, who yeah. am I looking at there? You're
4: probably looking at Jordan Morgan. You're looking at Tyler Guyton. You're looking at Oof. um. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at some good tackles here.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Morgan. I don't know. I wonder so, about Morgan. Morgan. I wonder if he's inside. But I mean, man, I, I, Guyton. I, I think
4: he could play outside.
3: I, I think he can. I just wonder if inside might be the better projection. Guyton. I'm. Yeah, I would go
4: Guyton. I, I would pick Guyton would in go, that scenario. I would go. Hmm. I would go. You would go. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I would go. I would You'd be go. fine. I'd go Guidon. I'd go Guidon. I think.
2: Uh, okay. So, do you, so are you gonna address to to wrap this up? Because I know we gotta go. Uh, I got one more point after center? yours. So, do you are you gonna address center in free agency?
4: Well,
2: or no, you just lay in, in the draft? Not, not in
4: this scenario. scenario. In this scenario, you're you're falling on TJ Bass or Brockoff. We've also got which I like two or three guys. rounds. I think after that would this. be a fun yeah. competition and and you just kind of work from there. Yeah.
2: You think? You think? TJ Bass could play center.
3: I think they think Brock Hoffman could start there. Yeah, I think they believe that. Yeah, I don't know that that would be their primary choice, but I think they absolutely think he could do it.
2: I, I mean, I honestly have some faith in Brock, too. We just got to see it.
1: Under this scenario, what you're talking about, if you're looking at a tackle, I'm taking Tyron Smith's $12 million and going doing something else.
0: You're letting him walk.
1: I'm letting him walk. Mm-hmm. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make center part of my – I'm going to make center – and tackle part of my priority then on my
2: board. Because I guess you do have to ask yourself at this point, is he hurting more than helping? And I think I was grateful for him last year. I ain't going to hold you, but at the same time. He can't
1: hold you hostage.
2: for From a developmental standpoint, it's, it is kind of getting to that point to where it's yeah. like we need to be adamantly replacing that position. It's too important, an important of a position on the field to not be addressing right now.
4: Yeah, you know what's going to happen. Tyron Smith's going to go to Kansas City, play seventeen games, and win a ring next year. <laughs> Get out of my face! I don't think he really wants to go anywhere. Out of my face. I don't think so either. I don't, <laughs> think, so either. I don't
1: <laughs> think so. I, I, I know what you. I know you are yeah. tongue in cheek yeah. in it there, but yeah. to me, if, if, if it, under your scenario, I'm just going to go ahead and take his twelve million dollars and go invest it somewhere else.
0: I would do the same thing in this scenario specifically, and
1: then I would turn in. I would turn in priority O line. I would Guyton. make. I would make it, instead of saying tackle center, mm-hmm. even though I need a center. If I'd make them both tackle and tackle, and because they've proven that they could draft first round plug and play players, mm-hmm. they've proven that to me. They have. Yeah. yeah. Um, and
0: you also could get fortunate with a heavy tackle class that's heavy right where you're picking at 24, and you feel good about the guys. Guy-
1: there. Guyton is not a bad call
0: there. Yeah, but Guyton's not a bad call there at all. All right. When we come back, we got to take our second break. We're gonna wrap things up here on the draft show. We're gonna quickly blow through the <laughs> rounds two and three right after this. Oh,
2: my goodness.
7: Hi, Drew Pearson, former Dallas Cowboy and now Pro Football Hall of Famer here. If you're struggling with your vision and tired of those contacts and glasses, don't throw a hell, Mary. Go where I went. Laser Care Eye Center, the official LASIK partner of the Dallas Cowboys.
3: Drew, thank you so much for trusting us with your vision correction procedure. At Laser Care Eye Center, we offer six different vision correction procedures
7: to help patients see. Check them out at DFWeyes.com. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys.
0: This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. Welcome back into the Draft Show presented by Miller Lite. This one's for you, Brian. Kenny Chesney is bringing his Sun Goes Down Tour 2024 with Zach Brown Band and special guests to AT&T Stadium on May 11th, tickets are on sale now at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. That's your go-to on your.
1: Oh, Kenny Chesney, yeah. yeah
0: that's your iPod, right? Uh, Nick, Nick's too.
1: He's got like a right.
0: yeah. He's got, he got that.
1: football song.
4: Yeah, boys of fall. Boys
6: of fall. iPod yeah, shuffle. That.
4: I've got though. your iPod ready to roll. Yeah. He, he's I'm got right his eight track. I probably couldn't spell Kenny Chesney if you gave me like five tries.
2: Thank you. What and I asked just—I think
4: you could sound it out With five tries. <laughs> yeah. Tug and sheet, tug and sheet. On
2: our show, don't I don't take like, anything I say
4: seriously. We need to make sure that that's that's man. I asked the here.
2: girls to sing me a song on the show because I was like, "Who is this man? I've yeah. never seen this man a day in my life."
3: Yeah, was like he was like the biggest touring act in the country. Is he the he one that's like tan?
2: I heard he could sing, but he's
3: super tan. Like
4: he's like super tan. Yeah, he is. He's I mean, he's yeah, from Key okay. West. I actually know this guy. He like, oh, he's West? the
0: cut off sleeves
3: guy. Yeah. I know
4: exactly
2: who I'm he is.
0: Yeah, wears up. a I'm lot looking. of denim. He's got I the cowboy hat. So mo- okay, mm-hmm. let me stop. Say Wait, what?
2: No, you got
4: to buy tickets at SeatGeek.com. I got to buy tickets at SeatGeek.com.
0: All right. All right, final segment. We've got like sixty seconds here. One time. If if we're taking yep. <laughs> if we're taking an offensive awesome. lineman in the first, and based off of that scenario that Nick gave, where are you
4: going in rounds two and three? Yeah, so you have a linebacker, um, you have a running back that you picked up in free agency. So I think you can kind of go with that fifty-six pick, and you look at the linebacker board, you look at the running back board, and you can take your best player available from those two positions. Uh-huh. In my opinion, uh, you can bring in a running back that can pair with Zach Moss because mm-hmm. you don't. You're not expecting Zach Moss to be the long-term solution, so you can draft a long-term solution and work him in with a running game, or you can bring in another body at linebacker. Demarvin Overshone's coming off of a torn ACL. Uh, Damone Clark, um, you liked what you saw at times, you didn't like what you saw at times from him last season, so you can bring in another guy into that uh, into that room to be able to work. Um, I, I, it, to me, it's one of those positions, um, and I think also you have a safety. You can consider, you could consider a depth corner. Uh, you can consider another offensive lineman. Um, there's a lot of things to consider, but for me, it's linebacker running back there
2: hmm.
4: what are you doing Aisha
2: I am looking at DT and possibly receiver
4: I like DT yeah
0: and in I that do. second round especially
2: yeah especially with DT I think it's Jonathan Hankins can only be a band-aid for so long
0: yeah
2: and that's all I gotta say that's about a good it.
0: one Brian
1: yeah I think Aisha's got this thing right I, I I'm kind of in I'm kind of in that mode right now
4: myself yeah, Bobby. DT. I forgot about DT. If you can't, <laughs> Baby, if yeah. you're not
2: doing nothing to be able to to run Bebe? the ball, you need to be able to stop the run
0: at yeah. the yeah. very least. That's a good one.
3: Uh, I mean, I think they they definitely need – Al Shayer is such a huge boost. He's going to help. And, and getting overshone back healthy, that's going to be big. I still think somewhere in there you probably got to get another linebacker. Obviously, you need a running back to pair with Moss. But, I mean, safety is the one that's blinking at me. So, I just – I oh. wonder if – bullard's there in the second is he gonna get to me in the third or like is that you know playing a dangerous game or if he's sitting there staring me in the face in second i think i'm going bullard and then just figuring things out best player available i'm so
2: surprised how interested you are in safety because if you ask the nation that's what i'm working on this week mainly with safeties (laughs) yeah okay that's fair (laughs) they're all fresh fresh on my mind mind. they're fresh on your mind but i just like when you look at the safety position on this team you look at it and you say okay well they're they're good. I guess you want to say you, yeah. you. You would assume, especially if Marquise Bell's going to be going back to doing more safety things. Saw some good things from Y.A. Thomas. You're like, okay, well, this safety core is good. So it's just crazy to me to hear you just being like safety, safety, safety. Well, Did
1: you look at Kenshin's from uh, Miami? Oh,
4: filthy. Yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've talked about Kenshin's a couple of times. I'm I mean, sorry, filthy. I missed that. No, no, no. You're good. He's a he's a he's a headhunter. No. I think he's 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 a Donovan Wilson type of guy. It's talk about keeping everything in front of him yeah. being able to take heads off A little front of him. bit
2: more rangy to me, though. A little bit mm. more rangy,
4: but he's a Donovan Wilson clone And the fact that he's younger and he's a little bit more experienced coming out of college. Could he get minutes. to you
0: at 56? No. I oh. don't so. You don't think so? Wow. I don't believe so. He's that good. God,
4: I, there, there is Cameron. I will will There is Cameron Kinchin's hate amongst the draft community. Why? I can't quite figure it out. I think it's more so the range on his back end and what he can do in uh, in, in zone uh, in his zone coverage uh, ability. But I think. What you get from him from a tenacity standpoint, from a physicality standpoint, him being able to cover these type of situations out of the run game or out of the backfield, I think there's a a, a really good opportunity here for him to be an impact player. He's
0: a heat-seeking missile. Yes, That's what it looks like. I mean, Mm -hmm. angles-wise, he does not mess up.
2: I just think also, too, when you look at the safety position, unfortunately, I do think some people are starting to get mm, on the fence about the – box safety, strong safety yeah. type situation. People understand that with all the spread and stuff like that, they want guys to be more, you know, it, it, I'm not saying that the value is going down from guys playing downhill and everything, but it kind of feels like it's a little bit of a damper on it right now when guys yeah. predominantly do that, and I I think it's crazy, because baby, help me in the run game, please. Yeah.
4: Yeah. D-Tackle, I think you're making me change my answer here, because I, I, I like Tavondre Sweat, I don't think he's going to be available at 56, but I think there's some other guys you could still get there. I really like Michael Hall Jr. out of Ohio State. I think that's a guy you could possibly look at even in the third round. Uh, Yeah, you need to beef him up. I don't think necessarily that you can pair him as a Hankins replacement or a Hankins Mm -mm. backup, Mm -mm. but I think you can throw him in on that interior or defensive line, and he can make some things work. Okay.
2: Yeah. I, I kind of saw some it's Keanu good Benton. You're right about him. I saw some Keanu Benton in him, and mm-hmm. I think that Keanu Benton, despite the fact that people thought that he was only like this upfield, pass rushy guy, did some really good things in the run game for yeah. the Steelers this yes, year. It, it's possible for these guys to develop some run game stopping skills.
1: You look at a guy, too, if I could throw a name out there, Brandon Dorless from, from, yeah. from Oregon is another guy. If you could take a look at him. He, yeah. he could line up at a three, a one. one I think okay. he could play edge.
4: I, I See, I have him as a three and edge. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily trust him completely as a one, but I'm over- I mean, he—he's—I he, he he's, he's, think he's the most versatile defensive lineman in this draft. Yeah. I think you can throw him Brandon anywhere Dorless, you can throw him. Oregon, Oregon? Dorless, yeah. Dorless. Okay. Dorlus, yeah, Dorlus, D O
1: R L U S, number three from I'm Oregon watching this week. Yeah, I'm thank watch, watch him, watch him win the Texas Tech game is Ooh, what you
5: need to do. Interesting. And
1: another one too is Dwayne Carter. anybody watched him from Duke? No.
2: I
4: might saw him guess. a little bit at Senior Bowl, but didn't didn't have a chance to. Really yeah, this guy's
1: a three time captain for the Blue Devils here, but uh, Dwayne Carter, 6'3", 305
0: from Duke.
3: Yeah. (laughs) What was that? That's a wheezy.
2: (laughs) Please. (laughs) All right.
0: That'll do it for us here on the draft show this week. Hope you had as much fun as we did. That was a fun one. Lots of debate, cool. lots of scenarios. I'm the sorry, anxiety going to is high. Miss you guys high. next
1: week. I got to be a baseball guy next yeah, week, but I Rangers. will be watching tape the whole time. So.
0: You got to be watching the the 2023 World Series champion, Texas so. Rangers. I hope so. It was a lot of fun last year. We you're going to buy yourself now.
4: one of those pitiful jerseys that they now have in the MLB? See through pants. Oh, I'm the man, all about the that. <laughs> See through pants.
0: Can't wait. We'll catch up with Brian here in a little bit. We may call you even next week. Please
4: do. Yeah, we.
1: I love watching you guys. Guys, carry on. Uh, carry on the debates. There Keep fighting it. And we've got Nick Harris going
4: to the to NFL Combine out Yeah, in, I won't be here next week either. As so well. it's going to be a little interesting show next week. Y'all, y'all hold it down for me. Y'all Please.
0: <laughs> we'll hold it down. That'll be fun. All right. That does it for us here on the draft show. For Chris Beam in the back, Bobby Belt, Nick Harris, Brian Broaddus, Aisha Morrison, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. We'll see you next week with more of the draft show. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
5: about this, Cowboys? Yeah!